So that's probably where the story's from, maybe? Yeah, it just says Africa. Helpful. <laughs> <laughs> Africa's pretty big. You know, you know, <laughs> the the tiny continent of Africa. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful fairy creatures. Welcome back to another episode of Fairy Tale Fix. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Abby. And this is the What the Fuck Fairy Tale Podcast, where we read each other classic fairy and folk tales from around the world, and then we fix them for a modern audience. Hell yes. <laughs> we are here. It's another one. We're doing it again. We're doing it again. <laughs> Always, always such a joy to like be here with you and read each other some wonderful stories as a nice little, nice little break. Yes, I, I'm really excited too because we both had the same brilliant idea mm-hmm. to do yes. some random Ruth Manning Sanders stories today. Absolutely. Like Kelsey and I have had an insanely busy past couple of weeks, plus Mm -hmm. doing the Snow Queen was a lot. So we have decided (laughs) to treat ourselves to doing absolutely no prep work this week. Oh, yeah. (laughs) No heavy lifting whatsoever. No heavy lifting whatsoever. Sticking Sticking with an RMS story theme because she is always reliable. It's always gonna be good. Mm hmm. And yeah, we're just we're also gonna do we're just gonna do a little quick and dirty, a little quick and dirty episode. Oh yeah, today. super stoked! <laughs> I know. I just keep thinking about Irish Fairy Tale Month and how excited I am for it. Yes, but we're not there yet. We're not quite there. Not quite there. It's actually really springy outside today too. It's oh, like very se- nice. It's like se- high of seventy one. Hmm. And of course, all the little flowers are starting to bloom early for the February fake out. Got to have that February fake out. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It, it's, we've been having it, just weather corner alert. We've been having a, <laughs> a, a bit of a false spring in Baltimore as well, where oh, like yeah. last week, last week we had a snowstorm, like a mm-hmm. legit snowstorm, and it mm-hmm. was really cold and there was snow on the ground for like, several days and then Mm -hmm. like friday it was almost it was like 80 at one point just randomly and now it's just kind of yeah i know it's well i mean you know climate change but (laughs) (laughs) but also like a bit of a a bit of a february fake out going on i'm not mad at it I'm not mad at it. Oh, no, it's warm today. Or like it's rainy, but like warm rain, not like freezing rain that's going to make me feel chilled. It's nice rain anyway. It was raining a bunch for just so long, which I actually love. I love it when it rains, but it has been very dreary and cloudy. And then the one day that it was like super nice out, like the sun finally peaked out and I had to go use the drone for work. I had to go take some like drone footage. Ooh. Fancy. Which is always kind of fun and a little scary. Yeah. It's fun <laughs> to operate, but I, I get scared. <laughs> like 
of like I hitting think- something, like hitting a bird or – Hitting a bird or I'm really scared of it falling out of the sky and hitting a person because the blades Mm -hmm. are very sharp. And that just – I don't trust it. It scares me. You're giving me secondhand anxiety just thinking about it hitting a person. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. It's also like worth $8,000 or something like that. Like it's a good drone, an expensive one. So, yeah, it's scary to use it, but it's it's a little thrilling. It's fun. And Mm -hmm. I took it out and I was like, wow, it's so beautiful out. I get to be in a park. I was just really enjoying myself. And then I got attacked by a fuck ton of mosquitoes. No. (laughs) And I remembered, oh, no, warm weather means bugs. Yes. (laughs) Oh, no. So fast. Like immediately they hatch. They hatch on the spot. The one nice day. And I just got absolutely attacked. I am so sorry. It was assaulted. And I had a drone, so I'm like swatting at these bugs above my head and like, (laughs) I don't know. It was was fun. It was a time. (laughs) Bit of a mixed bag. Yeah. I got some good footage, though. I got some good pictures. Nice. There was a dog at one of the parks that was very excited about the drone and was just Uh like going crazy, barking and chasing it around. It was hilarious that's so adorable i can't wait to see like if you got some good footage from i didn't because i was actually trying to land it and i had to ask the its owner and like oh sorry you gotta can you put it can put you him on a leash for just a second because <laughs> yeah. the blades are so sharp i get really scared right. like, so it's it not fun to play with the dog yeah <laughs> with that yeah, thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> although it would have been kind of funny i mean if nobody got hurt obviously but it was yeah. really cute oh I should have taken more videos. I just, I get too like nervous that I get the pictures Mm -hmm. I want and then I try to like bring it down immediately. Like I'm done. Mm -hmm. I did it. Nothing bad can happen now because I accomplished my task. (laughs) Exactly. So I had to practice with it a little more, but maybe like, I don't know, give it, give it another year of taking out the drone and you'll get comfy with it. Right. So anyway. Spring, it's coming. It's it's still midwinter. I think this episode comes out February sixth. Mm-hmm. It does, and so now we're kind of we're getting into the like the month of love. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna try to go for romantic fairy tales because I think this is a a bonus episode month. Oh, it is too. So we can we can stack up on romance. Romance. Oh, maybe I should do. I still need to translate that French fairy tale that I bought in Paris. <gasps> yes, do that one. I mean, I'm sure it's not romantic. I think it's called like the white mouse or something like that, but I need to. Maybe it's about a little white mouse who finds who love. love. And if it is, then we need to hear this story. <laughs> that would be so cute. It would be so cute. We need more. We need more fairy tale mice for sure. Mm hmm. We do. We need this is something we need to work on. You know, I do have like one of my RS, RMS books is like the book of magic animals. So I'm hoping. Ooh. Is that the one you're reading from today? No, because I am. I'm going to try to see if I can score a romance story. So and you said you were going to read from the book of princes and princesses. I'm going to do the book of kings nice. and queens. Ooh, okay. I like both. And, books and we'll of see royalty. if we can get something romantic. Yeah, usually That's- if there's a king or a prince involved, it's going to be. <laughs> 
Do you remember that's why I chose that one fairy tale, Buttercup? I was like, I think it's yes. going to be like Princess Buttercup and it's going to uh-huh. be a nice, cute fairy tale. And it was about. It was not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, about little uh, smitter, smitter book, I think is how you say it. Butterball or whatever. Butterball. Yeah. Uh, so cute. That was still a good one. It was a great story. It was just yeah. very much not the vibe that we had assumed. Yeah, definitely not what I was expecting. By the way, I actually no. rewatched The Princess Bride the other day. Ooh, how was uh, that? If you haven't watched it in a while, you 100% should because it's so good. I love that movie. I mean, it's I, such a classic. I think I watched it last year because mm-hmm. someone I know had never seen it. And this was determined, you know, quite rightly to be a great tragedy. Yes. Because one of the everyone greatest, should actually. see this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the best films ever done. Actually, if you think about it, maybe it's not a tragedy. Maybe that's because then they get to watch it for the first time. Oh, that's true. They get to experience the magic for the very first time. Mm-hmm. And it was it was pretty magical when we, when we showed it to them. I cannot remember who it was. I want to I wanna say Stephen had never seen it. Stephen? But that sounds so wrong. Because we've been together for a decade, and I'm sure, I'm sure that I put it on at least once. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's so good. I want to, I think I want to be that old lady that boos for Halloween. Boo! (laughs) Boo! Slime! Filth! (laughs) Refuse! I kind of want to be her for Halloween. I think that'd be so funny, especially if you're just in character booing at people. Mm-hmm. So, like, get some rags and then, like, a really messy wig. Boo at every, like, I don't know, pretty person I see. Oh, I love this. <laughs> I was going to say princesses, but I don't think a lot of people, like, dress up like princesses or queens for Halloween. Not unless they're a very, very little girl. <laughs> and then if I booed at a and little girl. You should, not, you should not go bully children. <laughs> God, I want to do that. Don't go bully the children. Kelsey. He's so good. I didn't realize that was Billy Crystal until this rewatch. No. Though. Oh, <laughs> have fun storming the castle. I like. I always knew. Like I always knew that I loved that character, but I didn't realize. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't click in my head that that's Billy Crystal, and that made me laugh. I mean, he is under a lot of old man makeup. Uh huh. I love it. It suits mm-hmm. him actually. Yeah, like What's everybody Billy in that movie is doing so these days. I don't know. Is he still acting? No, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> my no, I'm not sure. Anyway, <laughs> all of my we'll Billy Crystal knowledge later. is like mid 2000s or earlier related. Mm-hmm. But yeah, one thing one thing that I did think was really cute. It's funny that you mentioned the Princess Bride because I've mm-hmm. just like I I just saw a video of Mandy Patinkin mm-hmm. who plays Inigo Montoya. You know, his son is his son has been doing like this really interesting like video series where he interviews his father about just his life. Yeah. So just a lot of good M- Mandy Patinkin goodness mm-hmm. out there in the internet right now. And he was talking about that sword fight in The Princess Bride. Uh-huh. Where he and Carrie Elwes yeah, do oh, their do fight. their little duel. And he was just talking about how much fun the two of them had. Yeah, like how it was chemistry. the best time ever. Yeah. They had great chemistry and they were really excited because like they 
they knew the fight really well, but they had never done the entire fight all as one take Uh before. They had done bits of it in different spots. And so the director told them like, hey, I want to get one more, one more take of this fight, but like, I want you to do it. I want you to do it all in one. I'm going to mount a camera like on, like on a really high, like crane or like Mm -hmm. something like the way so that the camera can follow their motion from the top down. So they got to do the the, giant, hold it, (laughs) just hold it up. Absolutely. (laughs) Point it down at them. Cameraman now. (laughs) So they got to do the entire fight all, all as one. And they, he said it was just the best time. Like he actually teared up uh, thinking about how great that was. It was adorable. I love The Princess Bride. I love everybody in that movie. (laughs) Is that a video or a podcast? It's a video. It's like a it's like a series of reels. I think that his son is doing. Um, I can send you. I'll send you the one that I watched. Do it. I'm gonna watch it. That's that's so sweet. It's it's so cute. It's so cute and adorable. And the cast really seems to like each other too. Like Mm -hmm. still because they've done you know like Princess Bride anniversary and. Yeah, they still meet up. They still know each other. Well, like everyone who's like done interviews about that movie, like almost always says it was one of the best times of my life. No, so that's that's what you want to hear. It is what you want to hear. And I think that I think that reflects on camera. I think people can feel that energy when Mm -hmm. people are like, I don't know. I, I always get really like tear like teary. When I find out like actors that are best friends on the show are like actually best friends in real life. It's always, yeah. I love that shit. That's so good. Me too. Like I, I love it when you can tell that the actors are really having a good time. Like that, yeah. that, that they're having a lot of fun making mm-hmm. this thing together. Definitely. Yeah. That's why Psych is one of my top shows. Mm, yes. Scrubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, everybody from Gallivant. Clearly had an amazing time mm-hmm. <laughs> making yeah. the show. Supernatural. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So ha- oh, they have favorite. great chemistry, those guys. I love uh-huh. them. Yeah. Oh. The best. I love All movies right. and TV. <laughs> <laughs> I love movies and TV and everybody who works on them for the most part, unless you're a scummy producer, but we don't have to go into that. Yeah. I mean you could if you wanted. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm I'm, I'm all about it. I'm in good I'm in I'm in a good mood, good vibes only place right now. I love it. Well, why don't you tell me why don't you tell me a story? I am I'm so excited to hear story. some RMS. It's when was the last time we did a Ruth Manning Sanders story? Not not too long ago, back in November. You mean last year? Yeah, last so- <laughs> Last year, wow. A horrible, very lengthy amount of time ago. Mm-hmm. Back back in the days of yore, that was 2023. So it's clearly time to do another one. Clearly. <laughs> oh, before we get into the stories, though, we do have a new patron to welcome on board. Candace. Yes. We Candace. missed you last time. We're so sorry. Thank you so much for joining our Patreon. We're really sorry we didn't get you the last episode, but special shout out, Candice. We really appreciate you. Thank you for uh, joining our Patreon. You're you a love dream the bonus episodes. And a vision. And we hope you're enjoying the bonus episodes. And we also hope that you always have a good hair day. And the clearest skin. And the clearest skin.
from listening to this podcast and being a supporter of it. So thank you very much. (laughs) I also, Kelsey, I'm just going to be a little transparent here. I ended my damp January early. Oh, my God. Because I am having a pale ale and I deserve it. My damp January ended... I think January 14th. I got halfway. I got halfway-ish. And then I was like, you know what? This is stupid. I deserve a glass of wine. I, God damn yeah. it. <laughs> I just like to live my life. Thank you. I don't I don't like I, – I can't do an all or nothing mentality. It doesn't work. It doesn't work for anything. Nope. I mean, I am so incredibly proud of people who are sober. That is amazing. Hmm. Good for you if that's what you need in your life. Absolutely, one hundred percent. We are supportive. Fully support it. And there should be like there should be like more places and things to do like out in the world that don't involve drinking. One hundred percent. That's what I. That's what I've been trying to seek out is like more mm-hmm. activities that like are not like alcohol culture focused mm-hmm. as like a lifestyle change. Yeah. <laughs> But damn it, I'm having a beer because I'm hanging out with my best friend and we're mm-hmm. going to read some silly stories together that so wanted exciting. a brewski. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they are making some really good non-alcoholic beers, by the way. Mm-hmm. Are um, they? Uh-huh. Yeah. Sierra Nevada has a few new ones. I tried a, 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 I think it's called Juicy IPA, but it's like a non-alcoholic beer the other night and it was really good. Adam doesn't drink a lot, so we've been trying like different stuff. Yeah, because it's like sometimes all sometimes you don't want alcohol, you want a fun drink. Yeah, you just want a fun, sparkly drink. You want something fun. You want something fun and fizzy to sip on, but you don't want soda because it's so full of sugar. Yep. I say as I drink my beer that is very much full of sugar and also a lot of like wheat. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. All right, Whatever. let's do this. It's fine. All right. So I'm going to be reading to you today out of a book of kings and queens. Oh, I'm so excited. This picture is not inspiring, though, (laughs) on the front cover. (laughs) Like, it very much looks like kind of like some weird Henry VIII looking guy. And some straight hottie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to... Actually, I'm going to use the dice roller that you gave me. I'm going to take my mana potion here. Oh, I love it. And cool. one through dice roller. Hmm? I think that's cool. I like the it way it is looks. Cool. It looks like me a too. potion bottle. It's very beautiful. I wonder who got it for me. Some really cool, awesome person with good taste. <laughs> this is the mana potion, though. So you, when, so you bought this for me, and it was blue. Uh huh. But I don't know what's happened. I think I kept it in like sunlight too oh. much because it's, it's turned pinkish. Yeah. At this point. It's so pretty though. Like I still, I still like it, but it's like a mm-hmm. lavender color now. No lavender pink. Anyway, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna roll it, and we'll see what we get. Nine. Mm-hmm. And does that mean you're doing story nine? I'm doing story number nine. Yes. Okay. In a book of kings and queens, and Kelsey, I think you're going to be excited because we have a. Here is our next opportunity to add to the Ivan expanded universe. Oh hell yes! This story is called "What Happened to Ivan," and it's from Bosnia. Ooh, yeah. 
Bring I don't know on. where Bosnia is, so we're going to do geography corner. I I <laughs> constantly ask myself, whatever happened to Ivan? <laughs> Ivan's still out there. He's he's still going, and we're going to find out what happened to him next after he did other stuff. <laughs> I'm really excited. Okay, so Bosnia is it's a Mediterranean. Well, it's not. Sorry, it's not a Mediterranean country. It's it's on the Adriatic Sea, which is like right off of the Mediterranean. So it's like, so you know, like how Italy is a peninsula. Mm -hmm. It's the, it's the sea that is on Italy's Eastern side. And Bosnia is one of the countries on the opposite side of the Adriatic sea from Italy. It's bordered by Croatia, Montenegro, Serbia, and that's it. (laughs) Okay. Um, And then by the Adriatic sea, on its shore. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's got, Ooh, okay. It's got a very small section of seashore in its current, in its current state. It, it looks like Montenegro kind of like snakes in there and sort of like has carved up most of the beach for itself. Hmm. But Bosnia has like a tiny little chunk of, of, of seashore. Teeny weeny. Anyway. So that's where Bosnia is. Excellent. I had no idea. I would have, I thought Bosnia would be like closer to like Ukraine. Yeah, that's kind of what I was imagining. Is that, yeah. Yeah, but it's, yeah. All right. Anyway. And he's traveling. He's, he's traveling the wide world. He sure is. We love that. We think maybe we'll see what happens. And the story is called what happened to Ivan. It's just called What Happened to Ivan. And it's not a question. It's it's you're gonna tell me what happened to Ivan. I'm gonna tell you what happened to Ivan. Yeah, it's okay. not a question. It's a full stop. I promise you'll find out what happened to Ivan in this story. <laughs> I hope so. I hope what? I've never read it. Oh, we have to make predictions. How long is it? It is I mean, let me look at the tape. About ten pages. Okay. Roughly. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and make predictions first, I guess. You go first. Because I predict that a lot of stuff happens to Ivan. (laughs) A lot of stuff happens to Ivan. A lot of wild shenanigans, antics happen to Ivan. Okay. I'm also going to predict that one of those things is a woman. No, wait, queen. Ooh. Okay, so one of those things is a queen. <laughs> one of the things that happens to Ivan is a queen. Okay, that's and hilarious. I also predict that... <laughs> I want to predict that Ivan gets some good advice. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't want to say from an old man necessarily, because it could be, be a be dragon specific. or a horse. <laughs> or <laughs> there had better be a very helpful horse in here. I hope so. That keeps its head. Mm -hmm. Yes. No more horse murder. We're done with this. It's been a while since we've had some horse murder, I feel like. And I pray it stays that way. I don't know. I think it's kind of funny. (laughs) (laughs) What happens? All right. What are your uh, predictions? My prediction is that Ivan travels really far. Okay. Ivan becomes royalty. Ooh. What he deserves. 
to be honest. As he deserves. Probably, we assume. He might be really shitty in this story. (laughs) (laughs) But usually Ivan is a pretty cool dude. Yeah, I just like to pretend it's all one Ivan. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, it's the Ivan Expanded Universe. Exactly. It's Ivan's many adventures. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, helpful horse. That's my prediction. Oh, hell yeah. Helpful horse. I I really actually hope you get that point. (laughs) Me too. Good luck to both of us. I hope that all of our predictions come true. Yeah. All right. Okay. What happened to Ivan from Bosnia? Once upon a time, there was a lad called Ivan, whose father was a rich merchant. Ivan was good looking, and Ivan was good tempered, but my word, Ivan was lazy. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, Ivan. Pretty privilege. Sounds like it. Sounds like it. And, you know, also rich. Yeah. Ex- p- yes. So, like, just privileged in every sense. Uh-huh. And a He's man. He's very anyway, privileged. Go on. And a man. Exactly. <laughs> why? Why he, why he doesn't need to work hard. He can just no. be lazy. I get it, actually. He, yeah. He's good looking, rich, and... A man. That third thing you said. A man. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Abby's brain is applesauce this week, folks. (laughs) That's okay. Very tired. I met so many new people the past couple of weeks. I'm I'm out. (laughs) But you can't spend your life doing nothing, said Ivan's father. And here I am, all ready to give you a share in my business. But Ivan didn't think he was cut out for dealing in merchandise. Hmm. Well, then, will you train as a doctor, said Ivan's father. No, Ivan didn't think he'd be much good at doctoring. <laughs> He's probably right. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, I don't think you can be a doctor, doctor and be lazy. I don't think <laughs> it works that way. And that's not the right personality type for <laughs> for you doctors. Have to be a workaholic, and <laughs> we want very driven type A sort of people <laughs> <laughs> for doctoring. You see, father said he with a smile. I think sick people might irritate me. <laughs> That's so honest. <laughs> wow, he gave the real reason. Uh, Ivan, you'd a realist. <laughs> Ivan's a real one. Oh, my God. Well, then, a lawyer? No, Ivan was afraid he hadn't enough brains for that profession. <laughs> I love so that it went him. on. Me too. So um, honest with himself. Just He knows what he's about. He's relaxing. Mm-hmm. Like, Ivan sounds like he's got a lot of privilege, but he's pretty chill. Mm-hmm. He's he's a stoner kid. He's a, He is a rich stoner kid. <laughs> so it went on, Ivan's father suggesting this profession and that one, and Ivan finding some objection to every single one. Until at last, his father suggested he join the army. Hmm. Well, that's not lazy. As Ivan tends to always join the army. <laughs> What if this is just the wonderful shirt and it's called something <gasps> else? This is just the prequel to the wonderful shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's it. Ugh, I, I love, love it. it. Okay. Oh, well, if Ivan must do something, he thought the army might suit him. He pictured himself wearing a handsome uniform, a captain or a major with troops under him, drilling his soldiers and having nothing more to do than call out left, right, left, right, right about turn. <laughs> And then, of course, when the drill was over, there'd be plenty of time for fun. 
Oh, yeah, that's totally what the military is. That's how, yes, true. That's exactly how the military works, Ivan. You are not in for a rude surprise at all, probably. (laughs) He just likes the outfit. Yeah. He's (laughs) in it for the outfit. (laughs) Sharp-dressed man. Yes, very well. Ivan would join the army. So his father, greatly relieved, gave him a purse full of money and packed him off to join the army. But don't get any fancy ideas into your head, my lad, said Ivan's father. I'm not buying you a commission. You'll begin at the bottom of the ladder. And if you want to rise from the ranks, it'll be up to you to prove your mettle. Mm-hmm. He knows his son too well <laughs> to like buy him an officer rank. Uh-huh. Oh, all right, father, said Ivan. I expect I can prove my mettle as well as anyone else. Goodbye, father. Well, as long as that purse full of money lasted, Ivan enjoyed himself in the army. True, he was ordered about and that didn't suit him, but he made up for it in his leisure moments, treating his fellow soldiers and finding himself because of his good looks, good temper and lavish money spending very popular. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just don't loan it to anybody, any field marshals. Don't loan it to don't just don't loan it to the field marshal. <laughs> He's a stingy bastard. But the money at the rate Ivan flung it about didn't last long. And there came a day when Ivan looked ruefully at his empty purse. What to do now? Well, father has plenty of money, thinks Ivan. I must write for more. But will father send me more? That's the question. Ah, I have it. And he sat down and wrote a letter to his father. Honestly, like, okay, so I just, what I just recently rewatched was Clueless. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Ivan has share vibes. Mm-hmm, definitely. <laughs> Dear father, you will be glad to know that I'm getting on well. Yesterday, I was made a lieutenant. But of course, now I must have a new uniform. And also, I should like to give the fellows under me a little treat. So if you could spare me a few coins, I should be eternally grateful. Hoping this finds you well and happy as it leaves your obedient son, Ivan. Carefully crafted message. Very carefully crafted message. Very good. He works well hard when he when it counts. Yeah. <laughs> when it's something he's really motivated for. <laughs> he's money motivated. Mm-hmm. Oh, come now. Ivan's father was delighted. He sent Ivan a bag full of gold pieces, and Ivan celebrated the receiving of it with a feast, at which he got so merry that he began breaking things up and was punished for riotous behavior by a spell in prison. He got so merry. Yeah, he got so merry. I love that. I too like to get too merry. I have gone I have gotten too merry on many an occasion. <laughs> that was all one to Ivan. He rather enjoyed being in prison because he didn't have to do any work, and he and his jailers made merry together on the remainder of that purse full of gold. Oh my goodness. I love his attitude though. He seemed he just seemed fun. He kind of reminds me of the darning needle. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, this is fine. Yeah, I'm great. It's fine. I'm great. I meant to be here, actually. I was here yeah. on purpose. I was here on purpose. This is exactly where I belong. I'm now lord of this area. Mm-hmm. But when he came out of prison and it was left, right, left, right once more and all the tediousness of drill, not giving orders, but having to obey them and the rest of that purse full of money very soon spent in treating his fellows then ivan became thoroughly discontented again no can't go on like this he said to himself and he wrote another letter to his father dear father you'll be glad to hear that today i have been promoted again i am now a captain i don't know if you will consider this news worth a trifle but and so on and so on Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Back from Money, Ivan's please. delighted father. <laughs> Money, please. Oh, my God. Yes, he is John Raffio. <laughs> and Ivan's father is not double-checking him because... Mm-hmm. He sends him another purse full of gold, and Ivan makes merry while the money lasts. But bother the money. It seemed to Ivan that it was gone in no time, and it wasn't long before Ivan's father got yet another letter. He would doubtless be pleased to hear that Ivan was now a major. (laughs) I wonder what, like, amount of time this is taking place over. Like, how fast do we think Ivan is rising through the ranks here? (laughs) <laughs> way too fast that's for sure far too suspiciously quickly i am mm-hmm. i don't think this money's lasting longer than like another year mm-hmm. <laughs> and ivan got so ivan is now a major you know according to his letters and he gets another purse full of gold the lad's making something of himself after all thought ivan's father all he needed was a bit of discipline nothing like the army to discipline a lad oh <laughs> <laughs> yep. poor ivan's dad uh-huh. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> so now there's Ivan apparently rising from rank to rank, getting at each apparent rise a bag of gold from his father and chuckling to himself and thinking, nothing like the army, nothing like the army. And then one day, Ivan's father gets a final letter. Dear father, rejoice with me. I am now a general. <laughs> uh-huh. But as you will well understand, a general has many responsibilities and many expenses, and I shall not be receiving my salary for some time. I was wondering if you could possibly let me have a little more money to tide me over until payday. Oh, oh no. It's all about to fall apart for Ivan. Good. I'm oh, ready. Ivan needs to get his ass kicked in this He one. needs to get his ass kicked just a little bit. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, his father has finally decided to verify. <laughs> yep. He's, he's catching on. Of course he shall have the money, thought Ivan's father. Of course he shall. But this time I won't send it. I will take it myself. Oh, he's going to be so disappointed. He is. And honestly, Ivan's father sounds like a really nice guy. Like Mm -hmm. he sounds like a good dad. I know. I feel bad for him right now. Yeah. Super loving. But (laughs) trust him. (laughs) Maybe he doesn't know his son that well. (laughs) Not that well. And he stuffed a big bag full of gold coins, ordered out his carriage, and set off to pay Ivan a visit. So now there's Ivan's father, all smiles, inquiring at army headquarters for General Ivan Theobald. <laughs> oh, General Ivan Theobald. I don't think we've ever He's gotten got a last like a- name. I know. All right. Exciting. But no one at headquarters had ever heard of such a general. The only man of that name was a private who was at present in prison again for riotous behavior and neglect of duty. <laughs> Would the visitor care to see him? It could probably be arranged. Oh, no. But the visitor had no wish to see a disorderly private. He mm. wanted to see his son, General Ivan Theobald. Very sorry. There is no such person. The gentleman must be under some delusion. Delusion? How could there be any delusion? Hasn't he his son's letter in his pocket? The indignant father shows the letter. The clerk laughs and laughs. Oh, Oh, no. Not -hmm. only is he not a general, like his son's not a general, but he's also in prison. Yeah. And and, and hasn't written, hasn't risen a single rank up. Like, yeah. So the clerk laughs and laughs. Isn't that just like the rascally private Ivan Theobald up to his tricks again? Oh. It took Ivan's father some time to realize how he had been tricked. 
But when at last he did realize it, he drove off home in a rage and in a rage wrote a letter to the naughty Ivan. (laughs) You have grossly deceived me. I disown you. From this time forth, you may go your own way. I never wish to see you or to hear from you again. I honestly, I don't blame him. Neither do I. Oh, he's, he's, he's not even mad. He's just disappointed. He's just disappointed. (laughs) Ah, no, it's the worst. (laughs) Sometimes you have to cut people off. Yep. Oh, even if it's your own kid. Oh my gosh. Oh, Lordy, Lordy, thought Ivan when he received that letter. What's a fellow to do now? My only source of income dried up. No more feasts, no more fun. Just left, right, left, right, shoulder arms, and all the rest of the nonsense. No, and I I'm can't sorry, it. That's the reaction is my income dried up, not like I've disappointed my poor father who's taken care of me and supported me <laughs> and wants the best yeah. for me. Yeah, not, oh my God, my father wants nothing to do with me anymore. That's so devastating. <laughs> This is not my Ivan. <laughs> Hashtag not my Ivan. <laughs> not my Ivan. Okay, so Ivan decides to run away from the army. And run away he did just as soon as he was let out of prison. Perhaps those in charge were glad enough to be rid of him. At any rate, no great search was made. And Ivan was soon over the border and safe from pursuit. Mm-hmm. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. And they're like, technically deserting is a crime. <laughs> But whatever. <laughs> I mean, he was in prison for most of that time anyway, right? Yeah, exactly. They're just kind of like, you know what? You're more expensive to have around than you are to just like let go. <laughs> yeah, good riddance. Now, of all the money his father had sent him from time to time, Ivan had left but seven gold coins. And the first thing he did when he came to a town was to buy himself a ready-made suit which, though it was of poor quality and didn't fit him very well, cost five of his precious gold coins. And so, having put on the new suit and tossed his uniform under some bushes, he strolled on his way, came into a big city, and there went into a tavern and ordered a cup of coffee. But when, in payment for his coffee, he handed the tavern keeper a piece of gold, the tavern keeper said, I'm sorry, sir, but I haven't enough small change. Did I ask for any change? Said Ivan, grand as you please. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot he's charming. People like him. <laughs> yeah, really high charisma score. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad at him. I forgot he's so likable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but which was probably why his father totally believed him because, like, he he's very charming and personable and believable. Mm-hmm. Bastard. What a jerk. The tavern keeper bows. The people who sit in the tavern eating and drinking begin to whisper. He didn't ask for change. He is not what he seems. He must be some rich man in disguise. (laughs) And they nudge the tavern keeper and whisper, find out who he is. So the tavern keeper goes up to Ivan, bows low and says, honorable sir, may I ask you a question? Ask away, says Ivan. (laughs) Honorable sir, says the tavern keeper, I think you are not who you pretend to be. I can see your noble origin in your eyes. Oh, gosh. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Oh, ho, thinks Ivan. Here's a joke. Like, he's not even doing it on purpose. He's just, like, affable and kind of stupid. (laughs) Oh, gosh. And not, I don't feel like Ivan's learning any lessons here. None. Like, because he's already spent all his money. (laughs) 
And he puts on a grand air and says, well, my man, since you have guessed rightly, there is no use in concealment. In fact, I am the king's son, but I am traveling incognito so that I may get to understand the ways and manners of my father's people. And maybe a little bit of a pathological liar. (laughs) Yeah, yes, absolutely. Like his knee jerk reaction is to lie. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Instead of actually like work hard to get anything. I'm really, I'm really interested to see like whether or not this is going to end up being a morality tale or just a story about like how this guy failed his way upward. <laughs> he needs some good advice. <laughs> he sure he could use he needs some good, good advice, advice from a helpful horse. From a helpful horse. <laughs> that good advice should be a kick to the forehead. The king's son, the king's son, the people are whispering the exciting news from one to the other. They tiptoe out of the tavern to spread the exciting news through the city. And Ivan, sitting alone in his assumed glory, says to the tavern keeper, fill me a pipe of tobacco. I am now going to the barbers for a shave and after that to the bathhouse. But, says he, speaking very haughtily, let it be a presentable meal. None of your makeshifts. Wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. The tavern keeper, bowing again and again, assures Ivan that the meal shall be the best, the very best that the town can produce. And Ivan stalks out of the tavern and up the street to the barbers. The news that the king's son is visiting has already reached the barber. He's so thrilled that his hand shakes, and it is a wonder that he doesn't give Ivan a cut with the razor. Ivan, thoroughly enjoying himself, tosses his last gold piece to the barber and with a keep the change, struts out of the barber shop and onto the bathhouse, (laughs) where he takes a seat in front of the fire and spreads out his hands to the blaze. Ivan is just so not worried about what he's going to do. Unbothered. (laughs) Unbothered. The bathmaster has gone to his dinner. In the bathhouse, there's only a servant sweeping up. The servant is surly. He pushes his broom between Ivan's feet and says, What do you think you're doing here? Your question is scarcely courteous, my man, says Ivan. But since you wish to know, I'm waiting for the bathmaster. Well, he ain't here, says the servant. And what's it got to do with you where he is? I'm here to clean up and you're in my way, so you best hop it. You go to the devil, says he, poking at Ivan with his broom. But just then, who should come in but the tavern keeper, followed by two waiters bringing an array of covered dishes. And there's the barber, too, peeping around the door to take another look at the king's son. The tavern keeper and his men spread a table. The tavern keeper, bowing low and pulling out a chair, asks if his royal highness will be now pleased to dine. Ivan takes a seat at the table, and the servant runs off to find the bathmaster and tell him of the arrival of the king's son in the bathhouse. (laughs) And I was rude to him, cries the servant. How was I to know who he was? Yeah, you're in trouble now. You in trouble. But Ivan seems petty. Because Ivan's a fucking liar. Ivan's a pathological liar. I have a feeling, I have a new, like, mid-prediction. I feel like the king's going to find out and get pissed. Yes, yeah. The king's going to find out, get pissed initially, but I bet you anything, he has a beautiful daughter and uh-huh. Ivan will be able to convince him that something. Yeah, okay. Here's a pretty state of affairs. What can the bathmaster do to pacify the king's son? He orders two horses to be saddled, puts on his best clothes, fills his pockets with money, and riding one horse and leading the other, gallops off to the bathhouse to make to make the peace. 
Ivan has just finished a delicious meal and is now contentedly smoking his pipe. (laughs) (laughs) He is graciously pleased to overlook the insolence of the bathmaster's servant and accepts an invitation to become an honored guest at the bathmaster's house. (laughs) But only for a day or two, because as he explains to the bathmaster, he wishes to proceed on his travels. Mm Mm-hmm. And an honored guest, Ivan remains for a day or so. And then what happens? The news of the arrival of so important a guest comes to the ears of the vizier, the chief minister of the country. And the vizier orders out his carriage and drives off to pay his respects to Ivan. Oh, no. I know. Oh, my God. It's getting out of hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my noble lord, says the vizier, kneeling to kiss the hem of Ivan's coat. I learned too late that you had arrived amongst us, and I learned with pain that you had taken up your abode with the bathmaster and not with me. I am surely fallen into disgrace with the king and with you. Wouldn't the chief minister of the country know if the king had any sons and maybe have met the king's son? You would think. You'd think. Whatever. We'll see. We'll see. Dear Vizier, answers Ivan with a laugh, I pray you not to distress yourself. I had no wish that anyone should recognize me. I had a fancy, you see, to travel incognito and so learn at first hand the condition of my father's kingdom. But I was recognized in the tavern, and so Ivan shrugs his shoulders and laughs. My little plan has failed. (laughs) He's such a con artist. Uh Uh-huh. Now, since I have been recognized, I think it would be my father's wish that I should take up my quarters with you. And away Ivan drives with the vizier in his carriage. Now, in the vizier's palace, Ivan lives in princely fashion. He has an elegant suite of rooms and is waited on hand and foot. And one sunny morning, as he stands at a window looking out on a pretty garden, he sees three beautiful young girls playing ball. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Bless the darlings, thinks Ivan. And then he has another thought, and he rings a bell and summons a page who comes in tiptoeing and bowing. I should wish to speak to the vizier, said Ivan, if he can spare me a moment. The page bows again and tiptoes away, and almost immediately the vizier arrives at the door and stands there. He, too, is bowing. Pray come in, says Ivan. Don't stand on ceremony. You must remember, he said with a smile, that I am still incognito. But those three pretty damsels down yonder in the garden, are they your daughters? Oh, gosh. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, your royal highness, they are indeed my daughters, says the vizier, beaming with joy because Ivan has called the girls pretty. (laughs) Then, says Ivan, you can give the youngest to me. Oh, my God. No, don't do it. This is the worst Ivan. Like, this is the worst Ivan. This is the anti-Ivan. This is the anti-Ivan. Like this is this is the darkest timeline, Ivan. <laughs> darkest. Oh no! I really, I just he has to he has to make up for it somehow. Like he has to send his father tons of gold once he fails upward completely. We'll see. And he better make he better make this girl the happiest woman on the face of the planet. Ah. <laughs> Is this is like the beetle? <laughs> it's it's giving yes. me the beetle. It's giving the beetle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared for her. What's gonna happen? This gonna happen? This girl. 
Oh, man. Someone who isn't worried about it is the vizier because he Mm. thinks that she's Mm -hmm. marrying a prince. No one asks any questions. (laughs) No. Why would they? There is no verification. Now, wouldn't the vizier know the king? And I really feel like the chief minister of the country has probably met the king and his household in person. <laughs> and wouldn't they be in close proximity? Wouldn't the right? king be You'd living think- in the same area? <laughs> I don't know. You would think that like the chief vizier lives in the same palace as the king, mm-hmm. potentially, probably At least in the right? same town, right? I don't know. Maybe Bosnia is just different in terms yeah. of like structure. I'm a, I I don't know nearly enough about it. I don't know. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Oh, how the vizier rejoices. He wants to skip and clap his hands, but he takes a grip on himself and declares that he is greatly honored. It must be a very quiet wedding, says Ivan, laughing, because mm-hmm. you understand I am I'm still a incognito. Fucking liar. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> As What's you understand, I am a fucking liar. No, he said <laughs> I am still incognito, which come on, vizier, red flags everywhere. Yeah, he should catch on. He should definitely. Yeah, you're going to marry your daughter to a man who won't even admit who he really is publicly? Yeah. Really? And wouldn't you want it to? Anyway. Also, like, it would be a, this is a political marriage at this point. Wouldn't you want it widely known that your daughter had made such a great match? Yep. (laughs) The darkest timeline. That's the title. The darkest timeline. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Uh, it's, okay. I'm worried. Nothing's. nothing's I'm worried about this. Uh, Your will is my will, says the very stupid vizier, ready to burst with joy. <laughs> Bad dad. Aww, so without delay, so, he's so excited for his daughters. This is what's getting me: is all the fathers in this are really like seem really great and like they care about their kids, and then yeah. They're gullible. Ivan screws it up. But <laughs> oh, yeah. So without the delay, the very quiet wedding was held. The vizier's youngest daughter, whose name was Elena. Okay, she has a name. Elena. <laughs> of course, RMS gives her a name. I love, I love Ruth Sanders. Best. She's the mm-hmm. best. So Elena became Ivan's wife, and so good and sweet and charming was she that Ivan, who had married her for the mere whim of the thing. <laughs> Oh gosh. I hate him. I hate him so much. <laughs> this is this is the Beetle and Ivan like verse. Yep. Anyway, sorry. Who okay. Ivan, who had married her for the mere whim of the thing, found himself every day loving her more and more. I guess that's good. <laughs> I hope she kick she's gonna kick his ass, right? She better fucking kick his ass. There haven't been enough women in this story, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. There've been there have been exactly none until this very moment. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Elena's mother? Should be looking mm-hmm. out for her. This never okay. would have happened if Ivan's mother were around. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. She would have had questions. You know what? That's the fix. That's the fix <laughs> for the story. Is Ivan's mother is around and and tells her husband, This is so suspicious. No, you need to go check on him. <laughs> we need to go check on him. <laughs> no one has promoted this fast, least of all my very stupid and lazy son. <laughs> <laughs> and then the whole story just ends there. And then the rest of it just doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Ivan was supremely happy. He asked no more of life but to just go on living with Elena and loving her. But the vizier was troubled. 
finally. Mm-hmm. He didn't doubt that Ivan was the king's son because, as everyone knew, the king had a son whom he had disowned and banished for bad behavior. Okay, but so, if everyone knew that, hold on. Well, <laughs> if what, everyone knew that, wait, why would the vizier be so excited to piss off his boss? <laughs> To piss, and then also extend an, an, an invitation to live in his household plus marry one of his children to a guy the king had banished for irresponsible behavior. Huh. Huh. Was his name also Ivan? Maybe. <laughs> it's part, It's all part huh. of the Ivan verse. He's actually the good Ivan. <laughs> and they I'm both so- went to the military and this is like an alternate... I love this. Excellent. Okay. Very funny. (laughs) Very good. So now the vizier concluded that this son had repented and been forgiven and taken back into favor. Why would you assume any of this? Mm -mm. And sent out to travel incognito that he might prove his mettle. Yes, it all fitted very nicely. That wasn't what was troubling the vizier. (laughs) (laughs) But then to allow this son to marry Elena without the king's consent, and whilst the king was away at the wars, too, that surely was a misdemeanor that the king might not be inclined to overlook. <laughs> He's he like, oh, really wait. <laughs> should have thought of this before the wedding. <laughs> and isn't he, I mean, he's the vizier. Shouldn't he have more strategic? Does he not communicate with the king? Like, do they not pass letters back and forth? He was also very lazy. He's also not actually the vizier. (laughs) That's another great fix for this story. (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) That would actually be funny. I hope that's true. (laughs) Okay. The king had now come home victorious and at any moment might hear of the marriage. What was the vizier to do? Well, clearly the best thing would be to write a letter to the king, confess the whole thing, and pray to be forgiven. Well, the vizier wrote his letter, and when he had sent it off, spent an unhappy day or two waiting for the king's answer. And when the answer came, the vizier scarcely dared to open the letter. Uh-huh. What does he <laughs> say? He needn't have been troubled. The king, it seemed, was very happy to hear that his son was married, and he begged the vizier to send his son and his daughter-in-law to visit him. (laughs) How's Evan going to get out of this one? (laughs) Oh, I'm sure he'll find a way. The king doesn't recognize him and just is like, oh, I guess you're my son. Like, sure. Yeah, it's been been so long. Now it was Ivan's turn to feel troubled. <laughs> Heavens, what was he to do? Certainly the king would never forgive him for masquerading at his son. And did it all come about so naturally? And it had been such fun. Oh my God. But the fun, it seemed, must now be paid for. There was no help for it. Go he must and just trust to luck. Oh, wow. Ugh. Whew. So he and Elena said goodbye to the vizier and set off in a grand coach for the capital city. Elena all excited at the prospect of meeting her royal father-in-law. Oh, my God. She doesn't even know. (laughs) Oh, my God. Ivan, in the depths of despair, but doing his best to seem cheerful and not distress his darling wife. (laughs) He's he's so Delulu. (laughs) He's he's Delulu. (laughs) 
That night, they put up at a very fine guest house just outside the capital city. Ivan getting every moment more and more unhappy. What am I to do? He asked himself as he lay restless in bed beside his darling Elena, who slept so sweetly, so peacefully, with her head resting on his shoulder. Fuck this guy so yeah. fucking much. Oh my God. <laughs> There's nothing else for it, he told himself. I must run away. Yep. Yep. Uh, this asshole yep. is just going to leave his wife. Hashtag not my husband. <laughs> I hate him. Yep. The, it's the beetle. It's the human version of the beetle. Yes. Yeah, no, you're, yes. He also ditches a bride. Mm-hmm. So come dawn, he rose quietly from bed. Now or never, he must be off. He bent over the sleeping Elena. Oh, my shining sun, he whispered. No, I cannot leave you. Good. I must rather endure my fate. Good. Good. Bastard. I'm glad that there's I'm glad there's one line he wasn't going to cross. <laughs> and he kissed her closed eyelids until they opened and Elena looked up at him smiling. Aww. Get up, my dearest one, he said, and dress quickly. We must go to my father's palace. You're still not going tell her the mm-hmm. truth. <laughs> yep, please. For the love of God, just tell her. (sighs) Okay. So having breakfasted, off they go in their coach to the palace to be received most kindly and courteously by the king who greeted Ivan as his son and seemed delighted with the charm of his (laughs) daughter-in-law. He doesn't recognize him, does he? I don't think so. But after a few minutes of this genial conversation, the king said he would like a word or two in private with his son and sent Elena off to be entertained by his court ladies. Oh, kick his ass. Cut off his head. Feed him to your boss-ass dragon. (laughs) Good. Oh, my God. Now, alone with the king, Ivan was beginning to hope that all was going smoothly. When the king suddenly drew his sword and cried out, Who are you, son of a dog? And how dare you go about pretending to be my son? Cut his head off and then the king marries Elena and then it's happily ever after for everyone. Well, the king looks old as hell, so we don't want that for her. (laughs) Wait, is is there a picture? There is. Let me see. I don't know. Maybe Elena's into that. I'm just kidding. Yeah, he looks like a very old man with a very hunched back and a very gray beard. We want better for Elena. <laughs> this is a this is a grandfather. Abby, don't kink shame. <laughs> it's fucking rude. <laughs> oh no, I'm pretty sure Elena's like 16 or something. Fine, come fine. on. <laughs> I just I love the king. I'm like I'm glad he's he and I love that he took Ivan like aside to privately call him out. Like he's, he's not, not here to scare this Lena. poor girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you know he did it for her. Mhm. Exactly. Like so I love that. Like he seems like a like the king seems like a good dude. Yeah, but now I bet Ivan's going to charm him. Somehow. You got it. <sighs> I have no son, I tell you. I have no son. And for this, you shall lose your head. Yeah, do it. (laughs) Then I will tell you the truth, said Ivan. There is your sword. Here is my head. I know I deserve to lose it. I am a fool. 
This morning, when I got out of bed, I had quite made up my mind to take to my heels, but at the thought of leaving my darling wife, the tears came into my eyes, and I decided rather to die than to grieve her by seeming unfaithful. Okay, now it's getting kind of romantic. Okay, yes, that was very that's very romantic. That's the <laughs> that's the first romantic thing that has happened so far. <laughs> If she is to lose me, I thought, it will not be my doing, but my lord the king's. The king apparently also finds this very romantic. Oh, yeah, he does. Because he's a soft old man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A quirky king. He's a quirky king. They always are. (laughs) We love it. (laughs) You love to see it. We love to see it. The king laid down his sword. Tell me your story, he said. So Ivan told his story from the beginning, and by and by, he had the king laughing. Mm. Yep. No, sir, this is not a funny story. This is a terrible story. Like, (laughs) of course you tricked everyone. For all in my life, said the king, I have never come across a more impudent rascal. (laughs) (laughs) You got moxie, kid. (laughs) You got moxie, kid. I like the cut of your jib. (laughs) Uh, very well i forgive you you shall be my son since never could i have a merrier or more charming one barf barf better send his dad so much money and his dad gets to come live in the castle if that doesn't happen i'm gonna be so pissed now you shall use your wits of which you have abundance in my service and i think my court which has been a dismal place will be the happier for your presence Go, bring your beautiful and loving wife here that I might bless you both as my children. And as to your own father, heavens help him. I will see to it that he forgives you. Thank you. The end. (laughs) I wasn't expecting that ending. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. Okay, so here's the thing. I kind of love where it ended up. Yeah. Yep. It was kind of cute, but I'm still I, pissed. I think my fix is could they have just made Ivan more likable to us? Because for me, I would have liked something different in his motivation. Yeah. And like, I'm not mad that he was like living large off of like rich people. Uh, maybe if he just kind of accidentally got himself into these situations and then he had to lie and he, and it just kind of kept getting bigger out of his control, but it was completely yeah. within his control. He exactly. There was at no point did he have to do any of this. Mm-hmm. I do. But, but the thing is, is that like, I do love the ending where he lies his way all the way to the top of the kingdom. And the king <laughs> thinks that's so funny. That I, I, the king is the best character in the that story. He adopts sure. him. <laughs> easily the best story the best character yes the king the yeah. king is the best yeah you know okay so my, here's my fix everything happens as it does but he brings elena in on it and we get more mm-hmm. of her thinking he's funny that would be great that would be really cute yeah and then they're kind of in on it together and she cuz she thinks he's really charming but he's been honest with her about mm-hmm. the situation. He still didn't really learn a lesson. Not a single thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess he learned that he was, you know, he loved Elena and that he was willing to die for her. Mm-hmm. Or to not 
disappoint her or I don't know, but rather but, than to grieve her by seeming unfaithful was the But it's the thin. It's thin. It needs it needs something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. I want this to be a little bit more of a romance. Like, I want, I want him to woo her a little bit, mm-hmm. as yeah. she deserves. <laughs> God damn it, Ivan! <laughs> God damn it, Ivan! So yeah, so either that fix or the fix we mentioned earlier, where Ivan's mom is in the picture and she is, and none of the story happens because she's all like, "Wait!" Like the very first letter when he says he got promoted to lieutenant, she's all like, "Uh huh, <laughs> uh huh." <laughs> Go, go check on him. <laughs> Somebody go check on him. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, bring him the gold, but go check, go check on our little lieutenant. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, that was really fun. I liked it. I, it was, it's not what I expected, though. No. Do you have any additional fixes? No, just the the lesson thing and making him more likable. I think if, if all that stuff had kind of happened more by accident than him just mm-hmm. lying on purpose, like if they had just assumed he was the king's son and then he didn't even know that they thought that and they just kept doing nice things for him, like that would have been funny. That would have been funnier. Yeah. <laughs> and like more more forgivable. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of him just blatantly like, yes, I'm the king's son. <laughs> <laughs> little and people then when you're welcome out, <laughs> like i think it'd be funnier if everybody was just doing really nice things for him because they assumed that and he didn't even mm-hmm. know until it was too late and he's like oh god now i'm gonna get my now i'm gonna die <laughs> and he's all confused because he's already in the beginning kind of aloof mm-hmm. that would have made him more likable in my opinion i agree so. But yeah, the ending was really cute. And of course, the king being all romantic and like, ha you. You rascal. You rascal. <laughs> Very cute. Uh, how'd we do on points? All right. You, Ivan travels really far. Ivan becomes royalty. So you got two points. There was no helpful horse. There was no helpful horse. But a bummer. I got a lot of wild antics happened to Ivan. Yes. Very uh, true. It was one of those things was not a queen. And I don't think Ivan got any good advice at all. So I only got one point. None. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, there's an argument for his dad saying, you have to do something. <laughs> he just no, didn't listen. No, I I was hoping he'd get some really good advice from, like, a passing beggar or yeah, a character <laughs> and that he would mm-hmm. take it. <laughs> mm hmm. So, okay, well, good that was fun. great. Thank you for telling me that very fun story. You're welcome. That was a really good time. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read a tale from my brand new book of a book of princes and princesses. Mab Media just came out with this book not that oh long God. ago, and I'm I got so excited. I'm thinking I want to do a giveaway of this book at some point Mm because I actually have an old version of it, but I just really wanted to support Mad Media and buy one. Of course. I love that they are reproducing these books, so it's very exciting. Me too. Okay, so I'm just going to pick the shortest one in this book since we are running out of time. Let's do it. All right. Well, today's story I am going to read is Nyasa and the Ogre. Ooh. And in this book, it... It just says it's from Africa, but Abby looked it up and said it was potentially Mozambique. 
Potentially. We don't we don't know because if it just says Africa, that is Yeah. Um, it's a very it's a very large area. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a big continent. <laughs> There's a lot going on there. With many um, countries on it. But <laughs> so Mozambique, we'll just do a little geography corner. Yeah, um, I, I'm just guessing purely based off of like when I looked up the word Niasa, Mozambique has a Niasa province. So, you know. Yeah, we, we can go with it. We'll go with it. So Mozambique is East Africa, East Southeast Africa. Mm-hmm. And it is right across from Madagascar. And there's a lot of coastal region. And it is surrounded yeah. by Tanzania, Malawi, Zimbabwe, Eswatini, and South Africa. Yeah. I'm going to let you... I have not read this story. I just picked the shortest one in Prince, Book of Princes and Princesses. So, Abby, do you want to give me three predictions for Nyasa and the ogre? Oh, boy. Nyasa is a young woman. Okay. The ogre is trying to marry her. Okay. This Nyasa is very... Nyasa does something very clever. Okay. Love it. I am going to predict... I'm going to predict that Nyasa is the princess or becomes the princess. At some point, Nyasa is a princess. I'm going to predict that the ogre is trying to eat someone. Ooh, yes. Excellent. <laughs> okay. And my last prediction is that Nyasa is a hero. Yeah. And without further ado, this is Nyasa and the ogre. Once upon a time, there were two royal children, a little prince called Marin and a little princess, his sister, called Nyasa. Ooh, okay. Ding, ding, ding. And they went out with some other children to play. Now, there was a horrible, horrible ogre who had his eye on Princess Nyasa. Oh, heck yeah. Ding, ding, ding for Abby, maybe. (laughs) Dang, yeah. He wanted to catch her and keep her and make her his wife when she was old enough. They always do. It's called grooming, folks. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) So what did he do? He turned himself into a big tree with silver leaves and set himself down on the grassy plain where the children were playing. That's at least kind of a fancy uh, way to go I didn't know ogres could do that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. They can in Mozambique, apparently. Cool. Oh, see there, cried Nyasa. Oh, the lovely tree. Let's climb it and pick some of the pretty silver leaves. And she ran to climb the tree and her little companions did the same. But her brother, Marin, stood under the tree and looked up at the branches. What, said he, can a tree of that size spring out of the ground in a single hour like a mushroom? <laughs> Most certainly I can, said the tree. <laughs> you wish to That's pick not my suspicious leaves, at all. You are welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Marin's asking all the right questions. Mm-hmm. I'm glad someone's asking questions. I know this isn't a flower, but just plants shouldn't talk. They shouldn't talk. In my opinion. Shut up, plants. Shut up, plants. That's very suspicious. (laughs) Then a branch bowed itself down to Marin to invite him to climb up. Oh, ho, said Marin. A tree that speaks and offers its branches? No, this isn't natural. You can all climb up if you like. But as for me, I stay here. (laughs) I love Marin. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Marin is very sensible. Uh So Marin stayed on the ground, and when all the other children were up its branches, the tree made off, carrying the children with it. 
That is so terrifying. Yep. The Moving tree trees went- are always like Mm-mm. horrifying to me. Yeah. Like cool. It's very cool. It but can very be cool. scary. <laughs> but just evil, evil tree is Mm-mm. just. Ooh. The tree went, went, went till it came to a cave and then it changed back into the ogre. The ogre let the other children go, but he kept Nyasa. But he was tired and fell asleep, and when he was snoring loudly, little Princess Nyasa crept out of the cave and ran home. Hell yeah, girl. On another day, Marin and Nyasa and the other children went out to play again. What did they see? They saw a big donkey grazing near them. Hurrah, cried Nyasa. Let's have a ride. And she and all the other children, except Marin, clambered up onto the donkey's back. Nyasa and Ivan have some stuff in common, I think. <laughs> they're just here for a good time. They're here for a good time, and they're uncommonly lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Marin was going to get up too, but there wasn't any more room on the donkey's back. So what did the donkey do? It made its back longer. Hmm. hmm. Oh, ho, said Marin. Did it now? <laughs> there is a donkey that must be of the same family as the silver-leafed tree. No. I am not getting up, and you had better come down. But the donkey galloped off, carrying the children with it. The donkey went, 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 until it came to the cave, and then it changed back into the ogre. The ogre let the other children go, but he kept Nyasa. And you don't escape me this time, said he, whether I wake or sleep. And he put Nyasa in a sack and tied up the mouth of the sack with a piece of leather. Okay. I do like, though, that the ogre is, like, letting all of the other children go, like, and not killing them. He's got, I mean, he could. (laughs) Yeah, he could. He's really just here to kidnap this one particular child. Mm -hmm. By the way, there's a picture. There's a picture of him as the tree. Oh, my God. I love it. It He has, has like, a face. (laughs) I hate it. It's a nightmare. He's like, la, 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 bye. Yeah. It's a very, oh, it's a shysty tree. A frolicking, but shysty tree. Mm-hmm. Now then, sing me to sleep, said he, and he shook the sack. So Nyasa sang a sad little song, and the ogre fell asleep. In the morning, he opened the sack and gave Nyasa some food. Then he tied up the sack again. Since you can sing so prettily, you shall earn a living for me, said he. And he made himself into the likeness of a peddler, slung the sack over his shoulder, and off with him to a village. I have a bird in my sack, says he to the villagers. Give me some breakfast and you shall hear my bird sing. Hmm. So the villagers gave him food, and when he had eaten it, he shook the sack and said, Sing, sing, my bird. And Nyasa sang a sad little song. Sing a merry song, said the ogre. You kidnapped her. Put a little bounce in it. (laughs) Put a little bounce in it. (laughs) Something with a little bounce in it. (laughs) So Uh, Nyasa sang a merry song, although she was crying, and the villagers exclaimed, your bird is an amazing bird. It can be sad and merry at the same time. (laughs) The ogre went from village to village with his sack. Sometimes he asked for food, sometimes for pennies. He got his pockets full of money, but he would never open the sack for people to see what kind of bird he had. Because it's a kidnapped little girl. (laughs) (laughs) 
One day, he came to the place where the king lived. He put the sack down outside the king's house and said, Give me gold and my bird shall sing for you. The king gave him a piece of gold. The ogre beat on the sack and said, Sing, sing, my bird. I've got sang. a lovely bunch of coconuts. And Niasa sang. And little Prince Marin heard and thought, Surely that's my sister's voice I hear? Yeah, this so, is very bold of the ogre to like go to, go to the kidnapped the child's family. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he said to the king, his father, give the old peddler plenty to eat and drink and let him rest here in the courtyard for the night because his sack is heavy and he has, and he has walked a long way. So they brought the peddler food and drink and Marin put a sleeping powder in the drink and the peddler fell asleep in the courtyard with the sack beside him. He lay and he snored. No, nothing would wake him. In the night, Marin came and undid the leather from the mouth of the sack and let out Nyasa. Run quickly into the house, whispered he. And Nyasa ran quickly, none more quickly. Uh-huh, then Marin fetched his big dog, Bomba. <laughs> yeah. Bomba. I love that name. And put him in the sack. Oh, no. No. No, no Bomba. <laughs> And whispered, lie very still, my good dog, Bomba. So good dog, Bomba, curled up inside the sack and lay very still. And Mary tied up the sack with the leather again. No! (laughs) Bomba better be okay or I will riot. (laughs) I agree. In the morning, there was the peddler still asleep. And Marin gave him a shaking and said, wake up, old man. We've brought you your breakfast. So the ogre yawned and sat up and ate. And after that, he slung the sack over his shoulder and walked off. He went to another village, set down the sack, and said to the people, I have a bird in my sack. Give me some pennies and my bird shall sing for you. The villagers gave him some pennies. He shook on the sack. Sing, sing, my bird. And inside the sack, Bamba growled. Yeah, Bamba, eat him. Eat him up. What? Get him. Says the ogre. Do you dare disobey me, my bird? Sing, sing, I say. And he shook the sack again. And inside the sack, Bamba growled. Sing, sing, you rascally bird, says the ogre, shaking the sack harder and harder. And then but the Bamba harder he shook, the louder Bamba growled. Cheat, cheat, cried the villagers. You take our pennies and you give us no song. <laughs> I like how they're all mad. <laughs> and they chased the ogre out of the village. The ogre went back to his cave, and he was raging. Mm-hmm. Very well, my bird, he said. Now I shall kill and eat you. <gasps> I thought you wanted to marry your bird. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> and he Man, disobey him once. <laughs> grr, grr, out leaps Big Dog Bamba, who fixes his teeth in the ogre's leg. Hell the yeah. The ogre yells, the ogre runs, but Big Dog Bamba is running too. And he doesn't Hell let yeah. go of the ogre's leg until he has bitten a piece clean out of it. Heck yeah, Bamba. Good boy. Good boy. He's the goodest boy. <laughs> the goodest boy. The ogre is yelling. Big Dog Bamba is growling and snarling, and he has torn the coat off the ogre's back now. And still they are running, and still the ogre is yelling, and still Big Dog Bamba is growling and snarling and tearing and spitting the ogre's clothes yes. out along the way. Till that ogre has nothing but half a shirt. So he's Donald ducking it? <laughs> He's Donald ducking it. Awkward. (laughs) So then Big Dog Bamba lets go and turns and trots home. 
And I'm imagining that like trot that pitbulls do where it's like mm-hmm. the happiest. The happy life. prance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the ogre ran and ran. He was too frightened to stop. But where he went to, I can't say because he never came back. The end. Oh, heck yeah. I love this. I love a doggy saves the day story. Uh, and Marin. Marin and. And Marin. Bomba. I never would have predicted a dog. I love that. That's great. I think it's I think it's our first like, well, not our first dog, but we haven't had like a helpful dog in a while. Yeah, definitely not a lot of we had one dog that I read back when we were doing our in-person one. Mm-hmm. It was like the little dog that takes a pie or something. I can't remember. Totally. It was like the a little dog that like gets his mistress married or whatever. Yeah. Oh, but it wasn't really a dog, right? Right. It was like no. a little goblin dude. It was a little just goblin. Pre- just pretending to be a dog. <laughs> You're right. So this might be like our first real dog. Oh, good boy. He's a good boy. Bamba. I love that Bamba. name. We love our boy. All right. You got two points. Well, I don't know. Did Nyasa do something very clever? I guess uh, she escaped no, him the I first think, time. I mean, but that's because he fell asleep and she just ran away. Nyasa explicitly did not do clever things. She jumped mm-hmm. on the donkey. She climbed the tree. Yeah. <laughs> Nyasa right. a dum-dum. <laughs> and I got two points because, well, I don't know. Nyasa is the princess and the ogre... Mm-hmm. Did eventually try to eat someone. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is uh, true. Nyasa was not our hero. She was not. <laughs> Do you have a fix for it? Uh, I wish Nyasa had done more cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of misleading to call it Nyasa and the ogre when she's sort of barely yeah, in not- it. Yeah. And she's a victim for all of it, like just kind of like getting kidnapped and then mm-hmm. rescued yeah i would rename I, it bomba and the ogre <laughs> bomba and the ogre yeah i, I don't want to say that i necessarily want it to be any different because i love that the doggy saves the day yeah but i really wish it cute. had been niasa's idea since niasa is the main character yeah that's that's my main fix i would just rename it bomba and the ogre <laughs> bomba and the ogre that's the fix <laughs> perfect that's going to do it for us on Fairy Tale Fix today. Thank you all so much for listening to the show. If you would like to support us, there are a couple of ways you can do that. For free 90 free, you can follow us on Instagram. You can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can leave us five stars on Spotify, preferably. Five you, stars only, please. <laughs> five stars only. That's all we will accept. We're up to 81. <laughs> woot, woot. Woot, woot. Nice. You can join our Discord community. You can get access to all of that on our website, fairytalefixpod.com. If you have a little money and you would like to help support the podcast financially, we would very much appreciate it. You can go to fairytalefixpod.cash or fairytalefix.cash. We bought both because... We kept saying both of them at different times. So either one of those will will totally work. You can even go to patreon.com forward slash fairytale fix. You could do that as well. Gosh, there, <laughs> there, there's also a button on our website you can go click. Uh, there are so many ways to get to our Patreon. And you can sign up for any of our various levels. You get bonus episodes. You get merch, stickers. books, stickers. Sometimes we get a wild hair and we decide we do some we decide to do some extra bonus content 
mm-hmm. beyond the bonus episodes. We have fun over there. So definitely go check that out if you'd like to support us. I think that's it. <laughs> All right. And so Ivan sort of stumbled his way through Bosnia, presumably, and did did it still end up marrying Elena, but he loved her so much and found her to be so charming that he totally told her the truth. And she thought that was very cute and charming of him. And then the rest of the story proceeded as it does with Elena as a co-conspirator and totally in the know. <laughs> Perfect. And my story, Nyasa and the Ogre, was renamed to Bomba and the Ogre. <laughs> a, the best fix ever. And, and they all lived. <laughs> especially Bomba. Especially Bomba. Happily. Ever after, after the, the end. end. <laughs>